Hello and welcome to another edition of 90 Day Hour Way. I am one of your co-hosts, John. And I'm another one, Lindsay. And we thank you for joining us for another week. Um, so we had another pretty good episode, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we start to get into the wedding planning phase for some of our couples, which uh, brings out some interesting conversations. Yeah, so they're all like... 30 days in now it seems so um yeah things are getting real i think for all the couples yeah it's uh it's definitely starting to become more real getting to that planning phase figuring out if you can really see yourself with this person and i mean everyone's on a time crunch so yeah exactly i thought it was funny how um i think it was emily's dad was like what's the rush and it's like well, sir, <laughs> they have 60 days to get married, so. Yeah, it's either, uh, I'm, it's a K-1 visa, it's 90 days or I'm out, so. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a rush for a reason. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, but yeah, we had, a, we had a little bit of everything, which was uh, pretty good. Is there uh, anyone you'd like to uh, kick us off with, Linz? Um, I guess my, my favorite couple. Who's that? I guess there's two, right? Um, <laughs> Bilal and Shida. Yeah, can can I just say we we noticed this? Why does every episode of Ninety Days start with them? I told you, <laughs> I told you last week that it always every episode starts with them. I noticed that the first couple, and then I was like, eh, maybe it's just like me, and then it's like, no, it really is. Every single episode starts with them. It's so I, strange. I wonder if it's because they're like the most drama or like someone that everyone hates the most i don't know but i yeah i've noticed the past we are i think it's nine episodes in and yeah um i think it's like seven of the nine have started with them it has to be it's ridiculous (laughs) um i don't know yeah but uh yeah so we we start off with Bilal and shida yet again um so Bilal has the children for the weekend Mm mm-hmm so him and uh, his son go out, and Shida is at home with his daughter, um, and they're in the kitchen. Yeah, they are about to cook dinner, and Shida tells Bilal's daughter, this is how we wash the chicken. Yeah, she was and really washing it, too. A little PSA for everyone listening, never, ever wash your chicken ever it is so bad hygienically just everything do and never wash your chicken please people um but she was going to town on that chicken yeah she was really like washing it inside and out and everything i thought like she was gonna throw soap on it at one point it was that was a lot yeah i (laughs) i didn't really understand i don't think we've ever done that and no, you're not supposed to wash your chicken. It's literally, yeah. I know there's like a big debate, or I guess it's not a big debate, but like people are like, oh, I wash my chicken. Oh, I don't wash my chicken. Like chicken's gross. I handle it all the time. I hate the feel of it, but you don't wash it because what happens is when you wash it, you get the bacteria on your hands and then you think like, oh, my hands are just wet, but it's really, you have the bacteria and then you spread the bacteria everywhere around your kitchen and then you get sick. Thank, thank you for enlightening all you're of welcome us. i was gonna say and that's how <laughs> covid spread but that's not true at all so 
Thank you. Thank you for enlightening us on that. So never wash your chicken. <laughs> but yeah, so we see that. Um, and Shida and Bilal's daughter connect about being messy around the house and how Bilal is OCD about everything. Yeah, and then Shida brings up the whole... Uh, I almost called her Juma. Umi. Umi. Juma's where they go. Um, Umi thing about like how she really wants his children to call her Umi. Um, but Bilal's daughter is like... We just call, like, her and my stepdad by their first name because, like, that's what we're comfortable with. Yeah. And I mean, it's, like, to me, it's, like, Shida's only known them for a few weeks. Like, I think it's a lot to continuously ask children to, like, respect you or, like, call you, like, mom or dad or something like that when you're literally just getting to know them. And also, you're not their mom, so. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> I mean, growing up, like, all my friends' parents that were divorced, if they did have, like, a step-parent, they always called them by their first name just because yeah. it's not their mom or their dad. Well, that's my step-dad. I called him by his first name. Like, yeah. The, you know, and I do have friends that call their step-parent mom or dad, and, you know, that's what their choice. But a lot of the times, like, the step parent has been in their lives for yeah as long if not you know not not longer but like <laughs> as long or like um, they have a better connection with that and like yeah. the the biological so it's like it's all about their like, own yeah it's that and it's like your comfortability level yeah and your maturity level i think too but it's a lot i think to ask two teenagers to call you umi when you literally have only known them for a month. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then we see Shida does want you know to to build a stronger relationship with them, but in my opinion, if she wants to do that, she should kind of just like hold off on the whole "what are you calling me" thing. Yeah, I agree. And then, uh, so from there, we get to the car scene when they're going out to ride some bird scooters. Um, and Shida makes a comment about starting to plan the wedding. All right. Can I just say, though, when they first, the previews looks like she, like, wiped the F out. And, of course, she, like, didn't even fall. So yeah, like that the was scooter like, fell over. Yeah, that was, like, my whole, <laughs> I thought she, like, ate shit. And then it was, like, oh, no, she just, like, let go of the scooter. So yeah. tricky TLC with their editing. <laughs> I have a big problem with this week. Um, yeah, so Shadis brings up the wedding and how, like, the day would have been perfect to go start looking at, like, dresses or venues or anything like that. And Bilal is like, nah. Yeah, he just kind of, like, ignores it. As usual. <laughs> with also, everything. It's also, like, how often does he get his kids for the whole weekend? Like, you can do that another weekend. I agree. And also, like, no offense, but she's not working right now. So, like... You can go she, by herself yeah. any day of the week. There's Ubers, like, if she doesn't drive, which, like, we haven't seen her drive, so. Yeah. Like, I I'll, don't know. I'll assume she can take an Uber or Lyft and yeah. figure it out. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, so they they talk about the wedding, and they start arguing yet again. And Shida calls Bilal out again. Which is great, because she continues to do so now, which is good. Thank God. She says he's being fussy, which, like, is the perfect word to describe him. <laughs> like, he's fussy about everything. 
yeah, everything, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be exactly how he wants to do it. And he even said that he's got to rewash all the silverware. And then he's like, oh, well, that's something that, like, even your family said in Trinidad. And she made it a great point where she's like, you have to win every argument. Yeah. Or not even every argument, every conversation. Yeah. Like, they could literally be talking about anything and he needs to, like, one-up her or, like, yeah. throw it in her face. I get then- it. I get it, my guy. You're in sales. I was in sales. Like, you got to have the final say. You got to have someone, like, confide, like make the decision your decision but like when you're in a relationship it's not always like your way and that's it well this is not your day our way so technically (laughs) we're right but i mean i i laughed during this segment because um me and jonathan have this discussion all the time because jonathan is very passionate about a lot of stuff and um I won't say always needs to be right because that's not fair, but like he's very like, you know, he knows a lot of stuff. So when we are joking around or like talking about sports, especially like John is always right. So I thought it was funny because I was like, yeah, he needs to win every conversation, but we don't have like intense conversations all the time. No, and it's also you're getting I'm blowing you up this episode. Why? What did I do? <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, I'm not crazy like Bilal. Like I said, I have OCD, and maybe this is why I hate Bilal because he's like <laughs> an advanced version of me. <laughs> <laughs> he's but no, like it's... everything that like annoys me about you, but I'm like an just extreme. heightened. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Here we go. We figured it out. <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of that's kind of their episode they had or them for the episode i should say they had two kind of quicker segments uh but we missed the like one of the main points that's gonna be what? next week the prenup oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, in, that's in the previews for for next yeah episode. but Bilal mentions it during this episode that like <clears throat> she wants to start planning the wedding but he wants yeah. a prenup first which, yeah. like, I thought we learned last season from before the 90 with Memphis and Hamza that, like, you oh, need right. to do this shit, like, mad early. I think he already has it prepared, though. Yeah. That's is what, what it, it sounded like. Is what it sounded but like. But also, okay, so the previews, they're on a freaking Ferris wheel. And he's like, oh, by the way, I have a prenup in my email. <laughs> like, bro. I, I guess because he's like. <laughs> He has her trapped in the little pot, the Ferris wheel pod, so she can't go anywhere. He brings her, like, first he brought her on the that Missouri River thing. Yeah, these are, like, some weird... And now this Ferris wheel, like, he's just... I don't weird. like him. Yeah, a little strange. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I think that'll be very interesting and telling about where their relationship goes, because it seems like she's not about it. And he's about it. So that's going to be another one of those sticking points where... The prenup. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're going to see if it, like, ends them or continues. But my whole thing is... So in the previews, and I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. In the previews, Bilal's like, oh, we talked about it, like, when I was in Trinidad. But, like, she came to America and he played it off like he didn't have any money. So why would you talk about a prenup (laughs) in Trinidad? Yeah. I mean, that's... You know what? You know what I think? I think these 
Matt Sharp and these 90 Day producers think we're stupid because we watch the show and we don't pay attention. When it's like, I've been paying attention this whole time. Yep. And your storylines are not adding up. Well, there you go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So that's that's enough of them. Uh, who do you want to uh, send it over to now? Should we go to the other editing flaw that I saw this week? <laughs> sure, if you'd like to. All right. So Jabri and Miona. All right. We start back up with the fight. I saw a tweet, by the way, last night. I think it's on the 90 Day like Instagram page where the, this person goes, the fact that Space Cash did not take his helmet off once during this whole fight was better than the actual fight. <laughs> and I could not agree more. He's trying to hide his identity. Maybe the feds are after him. They might be, but Jabri is mad, mad. Yeah, he, he's like freaking out on David about Miona. And then David is blaming Miona for everything and how Miona's changed Jabri and all all of that. So, yeah, what I wrote is... Space Cash and Brandy are trying to calm the situation. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, David says that Miona is the source of this fight. And all I wrote was, uh, I think that the sort, I think that David was the source of this fight. <laughs> like, how he just can started... you blame Miona? She's not even there. Like, he just started, like, ragging on Jabri for yeah. texting Miona that he was going to be busy. Yeah, it was a little excessive. So, I don't know. But so they fight, they physically fight each other, and then they're like, all right, we got to record this trash-ass song, which it wasn't even a real recording. I've never, I've watched enough, like, MTV, I've watched enough (laughs) YouTube to know that that was not a real recording session. Yeah, that was, that looked kind of rough, and the music was not good. Like, once it was cut all together, I could see why people like it, like, it was very, like, EDM-y house music. Yeah, it wasn't my it wasn't my style. But it was, it just really to me it was so fake. Yeah, I, I don't know. Some some was off about it. Like I've never seen people who like rap or like I guess like solo artists like rap in the same room as the other people. Like I I mean we watched the whole like Kanye yeah thing yeah and like even him when he's like he has features or he's these people like yeah you do it separately and then you blend it together yeah so that's why i was like this isn't real (laughs) and then space cash is just standing there with his guitar like doing absolutely nothing love it love it he's a he's a hell of a character i was gonna say my favorite character well besides guillermo my favorite character (laughs) um so we get that and then once they play the track back uh, Jabri, you know, starts apologizing for the band to the band for essentially picking Miona over them, um, which I think shows that Jabri is kind of in like an awkward situation of like trying to play both sides. I think he's very stuck in the middle with everything in his life. One hundred percent. So his family versus Miona, yep. the band versus Miona, mm-hmm. like his life versus Miona, essentially. And I feel like he doesn't really stick up for what he wants and, like, against her at least. And it's just, I don't know, like, at one point I kind of felt bad for him. But at the same time, like, I still think their whole segment is fake. So I (laughs) don't really feel bad for him. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, So then after that we see 
Miona going wedding dress shopping since they're in Chicago. With Brandy. With with Brandy. Who's in Jabri's band. Yes. The Black Serbs. Yes. Because obviously there is more of a selection in Chicago than in Rapid City. But all Miona does is like, well, I don't know a budget, so I'm just going to shop. And then Brandy's like, yo, you know, like they actually like physically fought because of you. And she's like, well, I don't care. Yeah, I even I even had down that she knows Jabri's concerned about the money, but at the same time she's gonna buy whatever dress she likes. This is my whole thing. Like <laughs> I, I understand her aspirations or whatever to be a makeup artist or stuff and stuff, but like, I don't understand like how she thinks they're gonna make money. Like if he doesn't do the band, yeah, he doesn't make money. But also like usually. When you're first starting out, like, you're not going to make a lot of money anyways. Just doing that, like... Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, she doesn't... It seems like she doesn't want him in the band. Yeah. But the band is how he makes money. He could go drive. With David, who she doesn't like. So, like, he's fucked either way. Yeah, but he could just drive. He'd be by himself. She could be in the car with him. In the truck with him. Please. (laughs) She could be in the truck. Like, all right. I would love to see that. I would love to see... No, her... not her driving. Her just sitting in the passenger seat. Obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see her black fishing ass drive across this country and see how it is with Jabri. And then they can wear their ma- stupid matching outfits. There you go. That sounds like a hell of a You know hell what? Of a I think you should. <laughs> I think you should like hit them up and be like, I have a business plan for you. <laughs> I mean, it's one way to see the country, right? Well, anyway, so then Jabri and David, I think it's the next day. I actually have no idea. Yeah, it's the it's it's the next day because that's like how kind of the how the segment and the first segment ends with like uh, Miona and Brandy like in the dress shop, and then they pan to David and Jabri. Oh yeah, yeah. So they go to the Serbian restaurant in Chicago, and the kiss and make up with i don't even know what that alcohol was called it just looked disgusting yeah and also why does david talk like that uh, it's like he changes his voice all the time i literally wrote down he has like three different voices i like, literally wrote down why does david talk like this <laughs> like he he has three different voices i don't you were in sales, obviously, and you taught me that you mimic the way that people, like, speak to you. Yeah, you mirror the person on the other but side of the table. D- but Jabri doesn't talk like that. Like, does he think he's, like, hard because Jabri's black and, like, he's not? Maybe. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, why does he talk like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's, and I don't know. I have a lot to say about him, and it just, like, pisses me off because, like, it doesn't make you cool to talk like that. Like, you're not hard. You're from fucking South Dakota. Well, first you're from Serbia, and then you're from South Dakota. <laughs> like, I th- I really believe it's, like, this whole, like, I'm cool because I'm associated with a black person kind of thing, which is the way I think Miona also feels. And, like, it's not... I could see that. Like... That shouldn't become your personality, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. But I need to bring up how Jabri, all of a sudden, does not have bleach blonde hair. 
<laughs> and it's pissing and it's pissing me off to no end. I told you, you probably died it. No, I don't believe that. I believe that this scene <laughs> happened weeks ago or like weeks later. And like, they just like cut it together? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I could see that. There's no way that all of a sudden he doesn't have bleach blonde hair. <laughs> like, it's possible. It just, that shit pisses me off. I know the editing, I know it's yeah. a TV show, like blah, blah, blah. But come on, just be consistent. Yeah, no, I agree. And then during during their conversation with the drinks and everything, Jabri finally, you know, mentions how Miona doesn't really understand the music side of things and Jabri wants to create and he's really starting to have doubts about marrying Miona. But to me it seems like he's one of those like just people that s- stuff like comes to him in a second, like just randomly. And then he has to, like, write it down or, like, create then and there, like, whether it's, like, painting, music, like, whatever it is. Like, something comes to it. It's almost like, it's almost like having, like, a high and being like, oh, my God, like, I have to capitalize on this, this, like, creativity that just, like, popped into my head. Well, that's what he said. He said, like, a lot of his creativity comes to him at nighttime and, like, she doesn't understand why he's up at, like, three in the morning. Right. But um, it also seems like... David says that he thinks, like, Miona controls the relationship, which yeah. is very true. For sure, yeah. And then, like, David even says, like, he wouldn't get married to her right now. And I agree with him. Like, I think there's a lot of doubts in Jabri's mind that, like, it's not worth it. And it seems like she's really pinning him against, like, his foundation like his band his family like this and that yeah it's like you have to pick me over this yeah but what really annoys me and i know you don't pay attention to like any of the social stuff but i do (laughs) what really annoys me is like this has become a storyline like will they won't they and like obviously if you guys follow them on instagram like you know they're together you know that they got married like all this shit so it's like it's just annoying to me that they have like a total disregard for the nda and like the storyline like when i watched this and i was like this would be more compelling and i'd be more into it if i knew that they weren't posting all the time and yeah like her name wasn't miona bell on instagram like meaning they got married and stuff (laughs) so like that's like i don't know maybe they should look into that i'm just saying well I mean, there might be a lawsuit there, so. I hope so. I hope they're never on the show again, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that pretty that pretty much gives the tale of, of Jabri and Miona for, for this episode, at least. Yeah, and then next episode, um, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> I don't remember because I don't care. Wow vicious all right well with that being said who would you like to go to next Wait, what what's gonna happen on the next episode with them i i don't think they were even featured yeah they? they were in the previews yeah it was something about like his oh his family doesn't want to go to the wedding oh right right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah they were like not even sure that they want to go to the wedding because they don't really support their relationship and, and she's like, like i don't stuff. care yeah she's like well we're just gonna get married anyways so We'll see. Maybe they'll go back to his grandma's like ranch and they'll just get married there. But Miona wants a beach wedding. Well, she can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I was just thinking about how much I curse on here, and I never hear you curse, so I'm dying. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the couple that only had one scene this week. Who only had one scene this week? Oh, even Muhammad? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, so it seems like Eve is, re- is really, really starting to get super fed up with Muhammad. She's and done. All of his BS. Which I don't blame him. So, essentially, it's like the next day when eve saw her friend yeah and the first it's like 10 30 in the morning i think or no i'm messing up times but um mom is like sitting outside and he's like oh sorry i would have made you coffee but i didn't know what time you're gonna get up <laughs> and i was like excuse me it's like oh she's up you could just walk inside and make it, it takes a minute it's really not that hard. And like, it's and a then Keurig. He's like, oh, you said you would only be out for like an hour or two. And like, you didn't get home till like 10, 30, 11. Yeah. And so I wrote down, is he her dad? Like, does she need a curfew? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's a little ridiculous. And he even says like, he thinks Eve's friends are poisoning her mind, which is like absolutely hysterical. Yeah. And it, so... Eve says, like, she's ready to lay down the law, but she says that in her interview, and obviously she doesn't, like, yeah. say that to Mohammed <laughs> at all. No. But, um... Which is disappointing. I wish she would. Me too. And she even says in her interview, like, she doesn't... Or maybe she says this to Mohammed, like, she doesn't want to lose who she is. Yeah. And, like, that's what her friends are kind of emphasizing. And Mohammed's like well, you know who I am. Like, just respect me and respect yeah. my culture. And it's like, so she can't hang out with her friends? Yeah, it's a major part of her life. Yeah, so, and um, what I wrote is, it's just, like, complete mental manipulation in my mind. Like, it's so controlling, and it's so, like, it's, like, pretty much gaslighting. Like, and it's... <laughs> She's old yeah. enough, and she is, and she even said this: like she has too much stuff to care about for this to be like a main pain point in her life. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, I think too, like neither one of them is really going to change like who they are. And personally, like we've said this a couple times now, but I just do not see it working out. And then even Muhammad says, "You are wasting my time now." And then he says in an interview again that he's willing to go back to Egypt. So literally, if I was Eve, I'd be like, then go back. Yeah. Be like, I'm not going to change like who I am. I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to wear a bikini. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and like what I wrote down is like, Mohammed says he isn't going to change, but she's also not going to change. So it's like yeah. you're in this stalemate. Right. No, 100%. And I think eventually what's going to happen is he's just going to get like, Either well, either one of them is just gonna come to a breaking point, and it's gonna be like, all right, I'm just gonna bring you to the airport and like send you home. Yeah, and, like that's it. Exactly. And then one other thing is, he says like, oh, we talked about this in Egypt, like about my culture and being Muslim and all this stuff, and she's saying like, no, well, I was on vacation, like we never talked about this. So it's like. Y'all obviously don't communicate, like, ever. And it's <laughs> no. just, to me, it's not worth the aggravation for Eve. Yeah, at least they don't communicate effectively is really what it boils down to. It's just like, I said this. Well, no, you didn't, but I said this. Yeah. 
it's just like a back and forth of I said this and you didn't listen and then the other one says the same thing and it's just like a never-ending cycle that's never going to be resolved exactly so it's just to me like they just need to call it quits yeah it's coming I mean it's coming to that point of what are what are we doing here yeah exactly so I don't know I don't I give them like a 10 percent chance wow i was gonna say like a five <laughs> yeah and then they weren't even in the previews for next week so yeah so not not much going on there so that's pretty much that's pretty much it for them um who do you want to uh who do you want to go to next so the people i wrote most about were kobe and emily and patrick and thais um so either one or those two or my fave all right, let's go over to your favorite then. Oh, yes, Ian. <laughs> Love him. Dude, she's not bad. Obsessed with Guillermo. Yeah, he's just a super nice guy. He is. He says, like, so it starts off and he's like, I love Virginia. This feels like family. Yeah. Like, hyped about his life in America. Yeah. And then he does, you know, mention how he's starting to get a little nervous about planning the wedding. Yeah, and he's even, or... Harris has for him like he wants a large wedding he wants like the american dream he wants the big party and stuff yeah and she just wants to do like a courthouse wedding for now and then have a bigger wedding next year when they're able to you know save some money and have everyone there and i mean that's what we talked about last week or two weeks ago when they were last on like to me that makes sense like yeah i just think the way like she says things to him is like is a little rude as opposed to being like hey you know right now we don't really have the necessary funds like i would really love to do that like i want this to be like super special so for now let's do this let's save enough money and she's just like we can't do that now let's just do this and then next time we'll do that it almost like reminds me of like a school teacher like no like or at least my school teachers where it's like no explanation (laughs) just like we're not doing this now yeah Yeah, like we can't do this yeah instead of like this is the reasoning why yeah so we see a little bit about that and then Guillermo mentions he was (laughs) he wants to spend two grand Oh my god and i just said my like my guy that's that's not happening like yeah he think guillermo thinks he's gonna get like a venue cater like everything for two thousand dollars yeah like i don't i don't know where that's happening but he makes a valid argument too like in a year from now like do you really want to be spending money on a wedding or do you want to be spending money on like having a kid or getting a house or something like that so i did agree with him on that so it's like he'd rather spend the money now and kind of get it over with and then a year from now save your money for something else yeah no i agree with that i just think like all the stuff he wants to do is much like faster and earlier in his life as opposed to gata who's already who's already older than him but is also like more apt to like put that stuff off but I, I also, you know, for someone that has traveled the world like she has, I mean, Ari's the same way, like traveled the world, like seen the world, to still end up like back at your hometown, like kind of sucks. Like, yeah, you could, have, in my opinion, like just keep going, like go somewhere else, like start your 
she started a new life in DR with Guillermo. Now you're going and falling back to like your high school life with your 10 year reunion and like stuff like that. So I don't know. That's my opinion. No, that's, that's a good point. I didn't even, I didn't even uh, think of that. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much what it comes down to is Kara is realistic and Guillermo is a dreamer. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. Like he comes from a pretty shitty, no offense, like Venezuela, I'm sure is a beautiful country, but their politics are very shitty. So it's like, I'm sure, you know, all he wants to do is he's out of that situation, like continue to grow, have these big dreams and aspirations, like he's made it to America, all this stuff where she's more like, no, like this is reality. Yeah, exactly. And then they eventually go to a wedding venue that's nearby Charlottesville to to see pricing. And then even when they get there, Guillermo feels like, uh kata is trying to control everything um they get to the like the dance floor area with all the tables and everything and he's like oh this is so beautiful like you can see out the windows and i'm like is this guy the bride (laughs) no he just seems so like (laughs) excited to have a wedding and then like yeah the reality is like it's seventy five hundred dollars for on fridays Fridays and and Sundays. sundays Like then, venue alone, and then ten thousand five hundred on a Saturday. Just the venue, not catering, not flowers, no alcohol. Just the venue. That's. I just need to say, that weddings in America are a crock of shit. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's capitalism at its finest, and that's all I have to say about it. Like, think about what you're going to be spending. Say you did it on a Saturday and it was ten five. Then you add up everything else. It's like twenty grand at least for just the wedding alone. And then you need to think of like your dress. Well, for women, your dress, your shoes, yeah, your twenty, yeah, your twenty five thirty k in. Insane down payment on a house, people. I was gonna say I think we put less on a down payment for just just a little tidbit there. But yeah, so we see that and then. But Guillermo, so Guillermo goes, like, she wants to control everything. Yeah. The finances, like, I want to get a computer with my own money. <laughs> I was like, finally, if we're talking about the computer again. Like, I'm <laughs> guessing he still hasn't gotten it because nah, she doesn't want it. it. Nope. I'm about to buy this man a computer because he deserves <laughs> it. But essentially, and he expresses this to her, like, his yeah. feelings aren't being heard as right. usual. And she wants to control everything. And that's why I brought up the teacher analogy because I feel like she thinks he doesn't understand anything. I don't know if it's like the age gap or anything like that. And it's like, yeah, the America is a lot different than the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. But I think Guillermo is like pretty well adapt. Yeah. But, like, also help him see that. Don't just like talk at him, like, talk with him. Yeah. Like you were saying, like, I don't think we can have a wedding right now because of X, Y, Z. Instead yeah. of being like, no, we're not having one. Yeah. Like, or like, me... we're going to have a courthouse wedding. Yeah. Like, give me the why. Yeah. Explain it. That's all. It's not like that big of a deal. But he even says like how he feels like he's kind of like forced into everything. And then they talk about like how Kata like likes to go out with her friends and stuff. And he's more of like a homebody and he doesn't want to be coming back like super late and all this stuff. So it seems like he's kind of like 
at her like beck and call almost yeah and he even says like she'll cancel and be like well guillermo's tired yeah and she's like well what do you want me to lie to my friends it's like no like you can and he even said like you can go without me you can do it and like it just seems like i feel like she isn't even trying to like blend her life with guillermo into her like life in charlottesville yeah and like i don't know it's kind of like this is what i do so like you have to do this yeah exactly and i don't like that poor guillermo (laughs) yeah but we'll we'll see what happens with with them as well i mean i think i think eventually it'll work out with them i think so too i mean i do think they're gonna get married yeah um i love him i want him to stay in the united states forever um and I'm gonna get him that computer. I'm gonna start. I'm a, sure he has it I'm now. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for Guillermo. <laughs> I'm sure he has for one his by this by this point. For his <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what eventually happens with their wedding situation and and all that fun stuff. I, 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 I go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say I tend to think like it's gonna happen either like didn't they have like a fan like one of the, someone in the family lived on like a farm or something no am i imagining that is that someone else <laughs> that's true yeah i know they did maybe i'm like blending them together <laughs> but i feel like they'll do something small like either like a courthouse ceremony and then like a party at like that like a house or something like that like keeping it keeping it like small for now and then have something larger i also saw a tweet from like fans of 90 day because okay so 90 day fiance like the ig and the twitter they like retweet and reshare stuff (laughs) this one person goes i'm shocked that kara hasn't offered to make a venue out of her balloons (laughs) (laughs) no she's just gonna supply the balloons for the wedding oh my god it's so funny but i don't know i think they'll i i think they'll do a small wedding for now yeah and then they'll probably do a larger wedding down the road for sure i could yeah i could definitely see that you know what they could do i actually have no idea how close this is brandon and uh i just forgot her name with the parents huh brandon and uh with the parents yes that helps a lot (laughs) with his parent his parents were overbearing and she fake cries the mom oh julia julia oh my god they can go get married on their farm oh there you go there we go (laughs) it took me a while when i got there all right (laughs) that's enough of them all right so who who are we going to first um let's go to kobe and emily all right so horseback riding all right so kobe's been there for a month yes a whole month and he's riding a horse finally however he is riding a horse like i did in elementary school at birthday parties yeah they're just like going around in a circle like i get it it's his first time but like you're not gonna bring him out onto like the go on a trail yeah and then she's like i haven't gotten on a horse in forever it's like so what are you bitching at him for no i can't stand her yeah it's it's always her way <laughs> but uh Kobe says how he's happy for the alone time with Emily, which, you know, is is needed and nice, definitely. 
Yeah, I'm pretty upset we did not get a Coven sighting this episode. Yeah, no Coven. I'm really upset about it. He's only allowed so much uh, screen time. Due, I think that's actually age. true. No, it is. It's a th- it's a real thing. <laughs> due like... to his age, he's only allowed so much screen time. <laughs> so, Even yeah. reality TV shows. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we'll have to Google this. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, they ride a horse. And then they they go back, and we get to the real crux of the episode. Oh, SAT word there. Yeah, I'm trying. Um, so Emily wants to ask her parents for money for a wedding. Um, and they're not about it. No, so her dad goes that. Sorry, I'm reading my notes and trying to like piece them together. Um, code Cody. <laughs> I'm losing my marbles today. I'm sorry. Kobe needs to prove to him that he can provide for his family. Mind you, Kobe can't work for the next like four months or so till he gets his green court card. So like, yeah. don't understand how that's supposed to happen. And then I can just tell that her parents do not like Kobe. No. Like at not all. all. No, not at all. And like, I don't know them. They're from Kansas can only put two and two together but who knows who knows i'll let y'all fester that (laughs) um and like their her mom brings up that kobe told her to shut the fuck up yeah and she's like we're over it and yeah emily's like we're done it's over and whatever but yeah i yelled at him about it we talked about it like it's over it's done with but her dad is like well i don't like that like you know, he shouldn't be talking to her like that. And I want to be like, bro, you should watch how your daughter talks to Kobe yeah. and see if you wouldn't tell her to shut the fuck up. Right. Like. Also, it's their relationship. It's their relationship. And the fact is, like, to me, it seems like her parents, like, didn't parent her correctly or, like, didn't even try. And now they're trying to, like, project all their, like, un- like they're annoyed at her like all this stuff onto kobe and not onto emily yeah like i could see that we'll talk about it a little later but there's a point where her dad like says that like emily doesn't know how to budget and stuff and it's like well you should have fucking taught her that like it's your (laughs) responsibility right it's not kobe's now like that she's in her 20 late 20s that like kobe should all of a sudden do it because they had a kid like yeah Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I mean, I understand, like, her parents not wanting to pay for the wedding or pay for the whole wedding. But also, like, this could be another situation where they just have, like, a small thing now. And then down the road, they have a larger thing just to ensure that, you know, Kobe's allowed to to stay here. Yeah, and my thing is, like, they live on a huge-ass farm. Like, Just have it there. Buy some catering. Like, have a ceremony. Yeah. Like, probably, like, a couple grand and it's over. Exactly. That I don't know. In my opinion, that's the best way to do it, especially in Salina or wherever the hell they are. Like, yeah. what wedding... How many wedding venues do you have in Salina? Yeah, I'm sure there's not many. So, and one thing that I wrote down is Emily's mom at one point is, like, well, you know, in the beginning of the relationship, it's all like unicorns and butterflies and, and like, rainbows and rainbows and like that's not reality. 
they're not in the beginning of their relationship. Yeah, they've like, been together for more than two years and have a child. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, to me, like, yeah, they're bickering a lot and they're arguing a lot, but I feel like it's also growing pains. Like, yeah. they haven't been together for a while because of COVID. They're living together. I mean, they live together in China, but, like, not really. Like, they're living together, trying to raise a kid together. Yeah. Like... It's growing pains. You need to find out how each other operates. For sure. So, I don't know. Her parents stink, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so that leads us into the following scene when her dad, David, and Kobe go downstairs. And um, warm beer? That was repulsive. He goes in his cabinet under the bar and pulls out two sam's warm warm disgusting i I was like what kind of psychopath drinks warm beer like it's in your house you have a bar is there not like a refrigerator down there and i was trying to determine like oh maybe it's like a refrigerator like decorated like a cabinet like one of those no there was no sweating on that beer there was nothing that beer was warm disgusting so someone's a nutbag and sam Adam's like cold. It needs to be really, really cold, or it needs to be a same summer. But yeah, good old Boston Lager. Pretty gross. Like <laughs> I don't know. And then like TLC tries to like blur it, and it like you says on the tell. back yeah. it says Boston Lager. Like come always, on now. You can always tell what it is. It's always so funny. But yeah, I I thought that was a little ridiculous. And then we get into like their conversation and Emily's dad. You know, says how he has some serious concerns about their relationship and wants them to have a plan and all this stuff. Yeah, so he asks Kobe, like, what's your plan? How are you going to provide for your family? And Kobe essentially says, like, well, Emily told me to go back to modeling, which, like, we all saw him in his tidy whities in the second episode. Like, that man is not ready to go back to modeling, especially (laughs) in Salina. Like, where is he going to model? Yeah. Um. And then he brings up that like he was a civil engineer. Yeah, civil engineering in Cameroon. Cameroon. And like Emily's dad has his own architecture firm. It sounds like or business. Yeah. So like he could work with Emily's dad and like essentially like take over the business and like keep it in the family. And her dad is just like nope. Fuck no. <laughs> Like, nah, that's not going to happen. He's like, oh, do you have certification? Do you have training? Did you have this degree? Do you have that degree? And, like, I get it. It's different here than it is there. But, I don't know, maybe have him do, like, an apprenticeship? Yeah. I'm not saying you got to turn the business over to him, but be like, hey, this is an apprenticeship. We're going to have you take these classes, like, pay as you go type thing and, like, learn how things go. So, what I wrote down is this really reminded me of Andre Oh, my boy. Yeah, so it really reminded me of them because <laughs> when Andre came here, and I know, like, this is when we first started watching 90 Day, so you, yeah. you might not remember, but, like, Andre was working for Chuck, like, mm-hmm. as a maintenance, like, construction yeah. guy, and, like, they hated each other, and now, like, Andre and Chuck are BFFs selling houses, so, yeah. like, obviously things can change, but, for like, sure. also, like, Andre went to Chuck and was like, hey, I want to do this. 
And Chuck was like, okay, I'll help you. I mean, mind you, there's drama. And, uh, Didn't he get his license, too? His real real estate license? Yeah, he got his real estate license. But then, remember, he wanted to open his own yeah, real estate yeah, yeah, yeah. business. And he was like, I just need a $100,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, Love me some Monday. <laughs> but, but, like, in my opinion, like, that could work. Like, take him under your wing and show him how to do it, like you're saying. Yeah. But it really, to me, just seems like her parents are not about them like getting married at all no and then um kobe mentions how he never like told emily how much money he had or like what he came with and he's like oh yeah i came with four thousand dollars which like i feel bad because i feel like he thought it was a lot of money yeah and i feel like it's and i mean we saw the same thing with guillermo and like the two grand for the wedding like i feel like america capitalism isn't taught in other countries yeah everyone here is just every everyone here is just greedy and everything just costs obscene amounts of money and like he was even saying like four thousand dollars like in cameroon i know like it's cameroon but he was like yeah that's like an apartment for a year and feeding your family yeah and i'm like damn i gotta move to cameroon (laughs) but like i just feel like her parents don't understand that he's coming from like a country like that like right. where they like, don't know, they don't really understand yeah exactly but this is at the point that her dad mentions like well emily doesn't know how to budget yeah and i'm like bro stop barking up his dream go bark up hers like yeah and he's saying like how he's nervous now about like their their relationship and them like figuring it out because like you were saying like oh well emily doesn't know this and emily doesn't know that yeah it's i don't know in my opinion it's like and her dad keeps bringing up like oh well you know it doesn't surprise me she asked me money for the wedding because i'm supporting everyone in this house and it's like they just seem to like be really resentful towards her and instead of like expressing that to her they're taking it out on kobe yeah totally totally agree yeah so i don't know we'll see what happens i i hope they get married just for the sake that kobe's in Coben's life yeah and it seemed like after their conversation too they kind of like panned into kobe and he just looked like super nervous and stressed out yeah he looked super stressed out and i mean i'm sure it's a lot for him especially like from cameroon and um where the man is really like the head of the household like takes care of everything and his family financially and then being told like that it's not a lot of money like i'm sure it's a lot of stress yeah a hundred percent and i mean i like i don't blame him like being stressed out no whatsoever i'm stressed out like for him yeah exactly like oh shit (laughs) like watching that but yeah like like you were saying too i i hope they you know figure it out and they're there for for coben's sake yeah i agree but um so that brings us to our last couple patrick and thais so thais is still tracking patrick yeah a little a little ridiculous personally i think i mean i don't think you should ever track your significant other i think the only caveat to that is if like your significant other is in like i was gonna say like police firefighter like first responder type position Uh, i was looking for the word first responder so thank you yes yeah that's what i was gonna say where like you can't be talking to them all the time or like checking in and like 
you know, I have a friend whose husband is a police officer and during the insurrection, like the only way she knew where he was was because of find my iPhone. Yeah. So like, I think it's important in those circumstances. No, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Totally agree. And in Patrick's sense, I don't think he needs to be tracked when he's like running a sales team. Like he's out and about, but like he's out and about because he has to be out and about. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I will say when they brought this up, few episodes back of when him and john were in that bar talking about like (laughs) i I was like yo there's got to be some reason you did say that there's got to be a reason for this it's not just gonna be like oh out of the blue i'm tracking your phone like there's got to be a reason yeah and And there is we find out (laughs) why so essentially so they go to this brewery and patrick gives thais a new phone and thais yeah but not just a new phone Oh, and, like, some sexy Santa Claus outfit, (laughs) which, like, I'm hoping they filmed this during Christmas. Like, I don't know. Must have been, like, a little bit before, I think. Yeah, and um, he pretty much says, like, you can have this new phone, but you can't track me anymore. (laughs) And her response is, well, there's a reason why I'm tracking you. Yeah, and then we, we figure out why. So, supposedly... No, it's not supposedly. He admitted it. Yeah, well, he yes, correct. He yes. he admitted it. Go there's ahead. there's no video evidence. <laughs> I mean, I hope they weren't filming <laughs> ninety ten. But uh, we find out that Pastor Patrick uh, kissed another girl early on in the relationship with Thais. Uh, they had a party, and he made out with this other girl. But not only that, what he admits to the camera, which, like, he's an idiot for doing, yes. is that he didn't have sex with this girl because he was really wasted and he was, quote-unquote, riding the wave. A.K.A. he got whiskey dick and couldn't get it up, and that's the only reason why he didn't have sex with her. He kind of, he tried to spin it, though, saying, like, I didn't want to. <laughs> he, like, tried to spin it. But, like, we all know the reason. I wish I had a camera so I could have just shown <laughs> the face I made. No. He he pretty much admitted, like, yeah. I was going to have sex with her. Right. But I couldn't get it up. Yeah. And now I'm like, shit, I don't blame Thais for tracking him. <laughs> but even if she's tracking him, like, from when she was in Brazil, like, what what good is that gonna do yeah exactly but i don't know i mean i could understand the jealousy and like non-trusting part of that yeah no most definitely so definitely we we have finally figured out why his phone is being tracked which is something i've been wondering for a couple weeks now yeah and i mean so not only did he like hook up with her which they didn't have sex but they oh yeah that was a whole thing but Thais went through his phone and he was still talking to her saying like how he He wanted missed her wanted to get dinner with her stuff like that and to me like that's almost worse than like kissing like drunkenly kissing someone yeah because you're you're 100 percent there you know exactly what you're doing and you're continuing to do it yeah like you want to yeah continue to do it what you just said yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) no it's all good but yeah, that's that's kind of like my thought process too is like, all right, dude, like you got caught, like give it up. Yeah, and like just like 
put your tail between your legs yeah. and like move on. Yeah. But I will say she had a crazy eyes during this whole conversation. Like yeah. she looked a little cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. But that that so that kind of wrapped up their conversation at the bar. So then we get back to them at the house and we find out that our guy John is throwing a party. So John like runs into their uh, bedroom and is like, guys, we're having a party. And then it was like two seconds later, the doorbell rang. Yeah, it's like Wa- Wagner and the other Chris. I Wagner don't and Chris, I think. On their name. <clears throat> they come, uh, they come rolling, but he's like, oh yeah, it's not a new house until you have a housewarming party. Uh, you gotta have a housewarming party. Will you notice? Have you noticed that his accent like fluctuates? When he drinks more, it comes out more. Yeah, so I think, like... It's everyone in Boston. That's what happens. Thank God we don't live there. Um, thank God we don't live there. Um, From there, and don't talk like that. Thank God. Um, so, yeah, so it's... Uh, what the hell is his name again? Who, Wagner? Wagner. Chris? Wagner and Chris? <laughs> Wagner. Wagner was... Uh, I was going to call him Cedar first. <laughs> he was Patrick's, like, first hire. Yeah, his, like, first sales hire. Went to Austin with him. Now he's in Dallas with him. Yeah, so they are all, like, they're drinking their seltzers, which, like... Grow up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, not me, because I'm a female. Yeah, if you're a dude and you're drinking that and you're that big, like, dude, just have, just have a beer. This is where... Have a beer. All right, Sam Adams Boston Lager. Have this one. This is where our, like... Like gender, like norms. The only this is like the only place I lie. So like, if you're a guy, or um, you identify as a male, you should not be drinking Trulies or Bud Light seltzers. That's my opinion. Um, besides that, drink whatever you want. I mean, red wine is hot right now, and that's what Patrick was drinking. Yep. And like, I'm with it. I agree. Um. So then they're just drinking, and Wagner's like, oh, I invited some other people. Yeah, and these four women just come walking in. <laughs> like some randos, and I was like, the fuck is going on? And John's like, oh, yeah, it's a party. <laughs> that was my accent. That was pretty good. Thank you. I try to good. I try to channel um, Polly D in that. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a party now, huh? Party now, housewoman party. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love it. But they walk in, and so there's what four, five. What is there? Nine of them. So yeah. it's just super awkward. It's the tension. Like is no, weird. like no one talked for like a quick, like a hot minute. Like no one said anything, and then all of a sudden it's just like, all right, let's just start drinking more. What I thought was so awkward is like, Patrick's like side hugging them, and then he's like, oh, this is my fiance Thais, and Thais is just like. Hi. Hi. With like one little hand. And I was like, this is so awkward. Yeah, because she was not about the party. No, you could tell on her face. Like she was pissy. Yeah, and then she they like go upstairs. Um No she... no no. Patrick does like a shot. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick like does a shot. He's like feeling himself. Like <laughs> um Wagner comes to talk to him and like yeah. you could tell Thais is like not about Patrick. Yeah, like getting wasted right. And now. then the two the two of them step away to go to the room, and she's like, "I'm watching you." Yeah, and, and he's it's like, like, even though she's like 
kind of talking to like some of the other women that are there she's like i'm watching like i'm watching i will say though the one flaw that really annoyed me about patrick this episode is when he's like those girls are ugly like i have a beautiful brazilian like i hate when (laughs) men like want to make their women feel good so they put other women down like you can just say like i'm not attracted to them or like they're not my type like my type are brazilian beautiful women like yourself like you don't have to straight up be like they're fucking ugly (laughs) so that was my only like thing that i didn't like about the whole scene with patrick no, I I totally agree with that. But yeah, he like you said, I mean, he should have just said like, oh, well, you're the most beautiful girl. Like, I don't care about like, yeah. anybody else. Like, all, or they're just here to like hang out with John, Wagner, and Chris. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that was the only thing that annoyed me. But at the end of the day, it does seem like they had a good time. They went back to the party. They were drinking together, all that stuff. So... I don't know. And it seems like Thais and John aren't like enemies anymore. No, no, I don't think so. I think I think they're starting to have a little bit better relationship. I just think John's got to like tone down the drinking partying because she even said like how she's like conservative and like doesn't want to have parties at the house. Yeah, which and I get it. Like you need to respect each other. You're roommates now. Yeah. So. I don't know and then next week it seems like she's bitching about his money again um and he literally like throws a lot of cash in <laughs> which i think is pretty hilarious like me too like i don't know he's busting his ass he just bought us bought them like bought us like i'm a part of their relationship <laughs> bought them like a million dollar house like yeah. all this stuff and sold this house in austin which he definitely made good money on he has a hundred thousand dollar tesla with autopilot yeah he's whatever director of the sales and like has his own sales team so he's probably making 150 plus k a year and like, like he's he's doing okay he obviously has the money and she just doesn't believe him i don't know it's weird i mean i don't know if it's because like she's not working so she thinks they don't have money or i don't know so but definitely a little awkward yeah i still think they'll get married though yeah i think so too so i wonder if her her dad will ever find out (laughs) i'm sure he will he'll find out that storyline he'll find out like two weeks before be like oh i bought you a plane ticket to come to my wedding (laughs) he's gonna be like i'm sorry what I don't know. So, but yeah, this was episode nine. Yeah, and then we also, we didn't get our favorite Binny this uh-uh. week. Oh, our favorite, Binny. I thought you yeah. were saying our favorite couple. I was like, uh, no, 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 no fucking no, 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 no. way. Just just Binny. Just Binny Yeah, himself. so Binny next week. Yeah, he's about to fight his first fight, which is dope. I'm excited. I'm curious, because I don't think you know this. His first fight, Angela was there really yeah so i'm curious if 90 days gonna like feature that at all i doubt it well weren't and didn't angela and ari like talk before no they're like friends yeah they were on previous seasons like at the same time no maybe before the 90 i think when she went to ethiopia and angela went to nigeria or whatever i don't think i mean maybe they were on before the 90 they were definitely on a season together maybe but i don't know but angela was at his fight because i remember seeing it on instagram so i'm curious if no it's not pretty cool fuck angela 
<laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying it's cool that like she's supporting Benny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> should support Benny. So I'm curious if 90 Day is going to feature that. Yeah, and it seems like Ari's like pretty like upset and thinks like Benny's just going to get hurt. <laughs> Which like, I mean, MMA is like pretty bu- brutal. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. And then what else is going to happen next week? Did we miss anything? Oh, Kara is talking to like a friend. I'm like, I don't know. It was like seemed like a weird conversation. So, yeah, I think outside of that, that's that's pretty much it. Just hope Benny wins his uh, his first fight. Looks like he goes like flying kick right out right out the gate. Yeah, so. let's go. Oh, and one more thing that we forgot is Emily goes wedding dress shopping next oh, week. Oh right, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. bought herself a wedding ring <laughs> that looked pretty nice. Yeah, so I'm like, girl, where are you getting this money from? Hmm. <laughs> I just had a genius idea. Oh, God. You know how she said Kobe could be an underwear model? What if he gets an OnlyFans? He probably does already. I'm going to look it up. (laughs) We'll report back (laughs) next week about that. If you can't tell, I'm off my rocker today. So. But yeah, no, I think that pretty much covers this week's episode. Definitely looking forward to uh, seeing these wedding episodes. As we know, that's usually when... A lot of the drama like really starts to happen. Yeah, I would say we're probably like halfway through the season. I would say around there, yeah. Yeah, so I think a lot more drama is going to be stirred up. Um, I'm curious if we're going to get any inkling on who's going to be on Happily Ever After because you already know one of these (laughs) couples is going to be on Happily Ever After, which I'm guessing is the next one after this um but besides that that was the episode you have anything else to say no i think that's pretty much it just uh thank you everyone for listening to another episode and uh we look forward to uh doing it again next week yeah and just as an fyi if you're an avid listener um next week might be delayed by a day um just because i'm traveling yet again um but besides that it should be up by tuesday i think yes yeah we'll we'll get it up on tuesday and like we said thank you all for listening to another episode and look forward to uh doing again next week thanks for listening bye